Hey guys, welcome back to episode four zero. Episode forty. We've we've made it that far. This is your host Jacob Beenixon, and I'm Nick Beto. Mike and a Pipo here as well. Yeah, we got all three of us in the studio today, and we're gonna give to start off with. We're getting to what is it? Middle of February, almost Valentine's Day in uh, tomorrow. Actually, I'm sure you guys got big plans. No, yeah, huge plans. Yeah, Massive plans. I know. Just it's gonna be a, just a wild day. So, I think we're going to kind of start this episode off by giving a little bit of an efficient update. It's been a hot minute since I've been on the podcast. I got kind of busy. I don't know if we have talked about it or if it's brought it before, but I ended up missing the Devil's Lake trip and, and another trip that weekend after. I have to go up to northern Minnesota, up to Virginia. I bought a house. We got kind of sidetracked moving in and a real trying to get everything set up. Yeah, yeah. Not a nice house. Like a, the one you can like live in. So, it's... Two weeks left of Minnesota walleye season, and I've only had the house out two times. So we're going to have to take advantage of it this weekend. I think the, we'll get into it a little bit, but I think with Nick, Mike, I don't know if it's coming, and, and I are going to be heading out to Leech Lake. We're going to make the trip up there and try it out, because we do have a special treat for, for some of you out there. Nick's got a, a pretty cool update for you guys. So Do, do we want to get into that right away, or should we talk about – let's talk about – Two weekends ago. You're running it, man. I'm when, just uh, here. Yeah. Two weekends ago, we went to a small town, kind of, or small lake, closer to Fargo. Uh, lake Nick's had decent luck at. Micah and I decided we were going to go out Saturday morning. And we're, like, pretty excited. We're getting everything ready. And that was Friday night. And Saturday, nothing went right. Not, I don't, I don't, Mike, it just was a rough day. Well, I'd say we had a pretty good start. Yeah, we did have a good start. I think our goal is to leave Fargo at 7, 7 or 7.30. I think it was 8. Well, I think our original goal was 7. And then Nick was, like, planning on, he's like, I want to sleep in. And Mike and I were like, you know, I don't know. It's kind of like when your your dad says you get to sleep in. It's like, oh, we're not going to leave any earlier than we have to then. So then we changed it to, to 8. And we started off, we talked to Nick in the morning. Nick was leaving on time, and we were on time. And we were like, we're going to treat ourselves. Gosh dang it! We're gonna go to Taco John's and get a bacon B one, and I don't care probably what four you, of them, but yeah, well, I, yeah, and I don't care what you guys say. That is hands down the best breakfast burrito you can get, hundred percent. Like it's the B one, hundred percent. The B one is by far better bacon B one. Let's we gotta specify that much. I, yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of the sausage. I tried Actually, the sausage once, never again. I like the sausage ones better than the bacon ones, really? but the B one is better than the B two. I don't, I don't have the memori- menu memorized that good, but, yeah, what's but we can all agree. The B1 is hands down the best breakfast item at a fast food joint. Correct. Taco John's yep. specifically. Yeah. So Mike and I, it was kind of out of our way to go that direction, to get on interstate, to start heading east, but we, we decided we're going to do it. We pull up to Taco John's, and we drive past, and I'm like, there's no cars here. I like look in, yeah, they, they were closed. <laughs> Mind you, now it was like what eight o'clock. I'm like, there's no or seven o'clock. I'm like, there's no reason they should be closed at a time like this on a Saturday. So we get on the road. So I'm gonna bring it up quick. When we left the house, I punched into my Google Maps or Apple Maps just to get like an ETA, and Micah had already had it pulled up on his phone. So we were on the road for like five minutes, and we drove past Taco John's, and I was realized like, oh, we both have it open. We don't like both need directions. So I shut my phone off. So now Micah's phone is the only thing guiding us to the lake. And that is red flag number one. Yep. Let it be known, I was about 2,000% sure that I punched in um, 
Lake Lida, not Lake Ida. Oh, so you just spoiled it. So, yeah, that that's what happened. Well, I was wondering what took you guys so long because we talked. Yeah, we were like, like we're gonna, just leaving Fargo. We're going to get there we'll at the there. same time. And then I get there. I'm like, I call Jacob. I'm like, hey, I'm just pulling up to the lake. And he's like, oh, all right. Yeah, no problem. We're uh, <laughs> we're going to be there in a, in a little bit. It wasn't until after the fact that he told me why you weren't going to be there at the same time. We are trying to make it a surprise. Yeah. So to start with, we got on, and I don't most of you aren't going to know, but we got on the highway heading out of town, and then we turned north and like kind of went to that Glendon Highway. And I was like, that's weird. Normally I stay on the interstate, but I, I didn't know. <laughs> I, I don't usually it, come this way. Yeah. So already I was like, oh, it's a little different, but I didn't know. You know, maps compensate for traffic or accidents or whatever. I, I literally didn't think anything of it. I was like, and I was looking at Micah's phone. I said, hey, Mike, we got to turn here. And he was like, oh, do you know? I was like, oh, I was just, your phone says it. So we start heading through, right? We, we, we get to Glendon, through Holly, whatever. We got about 15 miles away from Lake Ida. We get to that snowmobile track that's over by, you know, that snowmobile arena on the road. They always have or snow cross there. You talking the one in Glendon? Yeah, it's like past Glendon a little ways. Yeah. yeah. And then Micah heads north. And I didn't say anything. I was like, I said, well, I said right away, this, this doesn't seem right. Yeah, Jake goes, this is kind of a new route to take. And then I, I, I sat there for like the next, I don't know, six minutes. I'm like, I, this, there's just no way. Like we are literally heading the opposite direction now. This doesn't seem right. And then it clicked with me a little bit. I was like, I had a light. Up. I was like. Micah, did you put in Ida, and then you got all defensive? I was like, no, there's no way I would have done that. Yeah, I'm like, I'm thousand percent sure. I'm like, I'm, I'm just gonna put in Lida on my phone, and then Micah grabs his phone quick. It's like, oh yeah, no, we're, we're, we're this is Ida. So we left Fargo. You know, it's what forty eight miles to Lida. It's supposed to take forty five minutes if you don't go the scenic route that Micah yeah. likes to take. So when we got from where we're at, close to Lida or Ida, and then put in Lida. We were farther away from when we originally started. So if you don't know what lake we were fishing, it is Lida, not Ida. Yeah. But there is an Ida that's relatively the same distance, just the opposite direction. Can I butt in and ask Micah a question? <laughs> yeah. I suppose. What's up with that unopened case of Marlboro Red 100s? They're not 100. Are they 100? Are they 100s? No. No, they're just shorts. Um, It's my gift to you. See, we bought them this weekend. We didn't smoke them, so now I don't. I don't smoke, Mike. Well, neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thought that counts, guys. All right, sorry. I just, I, I was because they're just sitting there. Just like, you got them turned so I can yeah. read what they are. Can I see them? Pass them over here. I've never held a full pack of cigarettes in my hand. Lighter up. Wow. Trick is to smoke four at once. Yeah. <laughs> they're actually good for you. Oh. Don't don't listen to the Surgeon General. <laughs> yeah. So we realized we're now like almost an hour away from Lida. So we're like, well, we're starting this trip off rough. And then we called called you, Nick, and you guys were a little bit behind schedule or having issues setting up too. So like, you seem pretty preoccupied. That's why I didn't was like, oh, he didn't realize how we should have been there by now. Well, because I was actually just getting my house set up when you guys called and you said, I'm just about to pull on the lake, and I'm like. I, I didn't yeah I didn't think anything of it when yeah. you said it because I was like well whatever like the, I haven't been here that long. Now you guys were like an hour you got there about nine you were gonna be there at eight. 
Yeah. Oh, not a big deal. Yeah, we could have just played it off and said we had a late start, which we did. We actually had an early start. but So we get on the lake, and Nick had been out there. He'd fished a little pre-fishing, and he kind of set up farther past all, like, the big clump of ice houses. And there wasn't a ton of snow cover on the lake. There really wasn't. There's was a few drifts. I mean, one tons, three-quarter tons, everything was driving around and didn't have a problem. And we took Micah's half-ton Dodge. Or Ram. My bad. My bad. Ram. The blue bunny. The blue bunny that I swear to God was red. <laughs> yeah, the first time I've seen it. I, I'm 100% serious that it was red. You might have seen red. I, 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 didn't, I didn't even drink you that much. You might have been smoking something. <laughs> yeah. it was, it's always been blue. Yeah, see, it makes sense now. Mar reds. Nick was just looking at the box and seeing red as he was lighting up another dart. We did go, the first time that I ever saw Micah's pickup, we did go to the bar. But I am fairly confident that it was red. It's amazing what a rattle can can do. <laughs> yeah. You did a good job. Cost, well, it was one of those tall, you know, those. <laughs> I, I, you'll know, you know what I mean. Yeah, those like, like turbo cans. Yeah, turbo can, they call it, where it's like extra tall. Some people shake those until the rattle disappears. <laughs> so we pull on the lake, and Nick's, we, we stopped, Nick. Came over on a snowmobile and was like, I'll find kind of the best route to take. And to be fair, I did not say, hey, come out to where I'm at. But you know what they say about the Beetle Guide Service. <laughs> bang, bang. I think in your words, you said, I'm fairly certain you guys can make it out to where I'm at. There's other yeah. pickup and, and ice houses, you know. There was and one drift that, <laughs> believe it or not, when you're on a snowmobile, it's you stay on top. right over it, huh? So we found that one drift. Oh, we, you did. And we stayed in that drift for, for a good and a two half and a half hours. hours, three hours. I don't even know what it was. Well, I remember I was sitting in and, my... And, and mind you, we did this improper. I didn't unhook the house and like blaze trail with my pickup first to like, make sure it was all good. I was just like, oh, we're going to send it. So we're I remember stuck with sitting, the house. I remember sitting in my house and I was with Caitlin's dad. And I'm like, hey, you want to see something funny? And he's like, What? And I pulled on the, we opened our front windows and watched you guys for a good hour before I came over to help you. And I yeah. remember seeing, first you got stuck, then you unhooked the pickup, got the pickup unstuck, hooked back up got to the, the house. Got the pickup restuck and then unstuck like two times before that. Made it five feet, got stuck again, unhooked, and then some other guy came over. And didn't you guys get that truck stuck too? Yeah, well, first that pickup <laughs> pulled us out like twice once because we were stuck with just the pickup. I remember his quote too. He said, We're not catching a lot over here. So we watched you guys for a while and now I'm here to help. Yeah. So, and he was rocking a 1500 Dodge or uh, Chevy. Chevy. And he was having no problem. Like, he, was, he never really broke through. You know why? Because it must weigh lighter or weigh <laughs> less. It's a Chevy. Okay. Well, we're, we're not well, going to get into that. No, we're going to lead that in, not into that. But I do feel, for some reason, I think something's not right on Micah's pickup because it seemed like every time we were every in, day there's in a four new wheel. problem. So, <laughs> don't you have those fancy airbags? Not any, yeah, that's a sore subject. <laughs> yeah. So the reason we took Micah's pickup is because he put an air suspension delete kit on his pickup for background, and we wanted to know like how those springs handled pulling a trailer. And then I was like, Well, Micah's paying for fuels. So I'm not going to say no. Yeah, that's right. But his four-wheel drive, like when we hit that drift, it it's the rear tires would spin and then break through the crust and then glaze the ice right underneath, and then the front tires would kick in. So the vehicle's already stuck from the rear digging down and dropping under, and then 
the front would finally engage and just drop the front down, and then the whole pickup was just stuck. It, it just, for some reason, they weren't all spinning at the same time. And it wasn't even, like, because I came over because I wanted some beer because I didn't bring any beer. Yeah. Well, you made, like, three trips. And we, every time, we were like, oh, hey, Nate's going to come help. He's like, yeah, I need more beer. We just give you more beer and you'd leave. I'm like, <laughs> Which I'm going to add as, in as, It's a little bit crummy, but. <laughs> hey, I don't even have anything good to say to stick up for myself. Yeah, there is. <laughs> but uh, what I was going to say is. It wasn't even the the snow that was the issue. It was you guys break down to the ice. Yeah, yeah. and then it, it would, like, the rear tires would spin, like, two revolutions. That's all it took, because when it broke down to that pure ice, it just would polish it, and then there's no way you're going to get traction on that again. And that's why, like, a lot of people use the trick of, like, kitty litter or something to, like, rough the ice up, melt it a little, or salt, just to, like, try to get traction. But we didn't have any. So after we broke the scoop shovel, <laughs> our only tool of digging ourselves to get unstuck i was like our last hope is to try i dropped the front of the house down i hooked toe strap no you're missing something what am i missing you gotta give me credit for my little blue clam shovel that you ended up using. oh yeah it, it didn't do us any good but we had to use the next little like what is it four by four just inch a little, little tiny like, tiny shovel i will say that is a sturdy shovel <laughs> it is it was more sturdy than a grain scoop like yeah it didn't break so we dropped the front of the house down. I put a strap around. I'm like, we're going to see if we can just spin the house. And then, sorry, I'm getting a little loud on the mics here. We're going to see if we can just spin the house. And then the hitch would be in a shallower area for the pickup to sit and just pull it. It didn't work. And then finally, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm over it. There's this uh, nice guy that I was seeing. Nice, what is it, a white one-ton Dodge with a plow on it and a Yeti. that He went and blazed his trail over set up i don't know 400 yards away from us and then he they're driving back past well, like so a little background to that we got on the ice the same time <laughs> as actually jeff and jeff and heather yep. was the the couple that came to our rescue and we got on on the lake at the same time and they got all set up a trail plowed to where they were going to set up yep. the fish ran out of up, beer ran out of beer <laughs> that's why they were back to go into the bar and we kind of waved them down and Old Heather felt bad for us, and so she made Jeff turn his pickup around and come come help us, which was nice. Yeah. So they, they cleared us out enough spot there, and then I had, like, $10. I'm like, here, take it. Like, go get a beer. Like, just thank you so much. Like, we literally – we could have got out, but I'm like, that would have been our whole day. That's all we would accomplish, just, like, get ourselves unstuck. I was talking to Timmy, and I, asked, I called him one day to see if he'd been fishing, and he had been out a couple times, but he was sick the day I called him. And – uh he was, he was talking about, or he was asking what we were doing, and I told him that you guys went out or came out there with me, and you got to the lake at like nine o'clock, and you didn't drop a line in until eleven thirty noon. Noon, yeah, something like eleven thirty noon. So they felt bad, plowed us out, and then we got set up, got a line down, and then I don't know, we fished for an hour, maybe not even. No, I'll call it an hour, and uh, I hadn't plugged the house in so like my battery was dead i knew that and i was running a trial that weekend as well i left my generator at home to use the honda 2000 to see how it would perform and power the house and just i've been kind of like looking at getting a a smaller generator just the biggest reason i run my generator through the day is just for tv i'm like well i don't need 3800 watts just to run a tv so i wanted to run a comparison and when we left that morning i looked at mike i was like do you think we should bring my generator? And he said, what do you say, Mike? Well, I said we can. I said, what do you think? And then I believe Jake's words were, ah, 
let's just send it, see what happens. Well, okay, we both kind of did that at the same time and nodded. It was the agreements. We're yeah. Like, All right, let's just we're gonna try it out. Well, so you can figure how this day was going. Yeah, that thing didn't start. So then we were watching carburetor YouTube videos, how to like clean the carburetor. So we pull a carburetor, and the only thing we had to clean the jets out with a bread tie, like the wire inside of a bread tie. We like stripped it down from the bare wires. I'm cleaning out the needle jets and like getting her just cleaned up. You know, she was good to go. So we put it back together, and it still didn't work. I was going to say wrong. Yeah. So we brought it in for like 20 minutes and put it right in front of the heater. Because I'm like, I, it was running the day before. Micah changed the oil on it. We had it Started running. Started the day off. When we first got to the lake, Micah popped it off when we got stuck because we had time. and It was running. So I'm like, it uh, maybe it's cold. You. It just doesn't want to start. Like, Yeah. So then luckily, our saving grace people, Heather and Jeff, were the people that plowed us out. They ran in to get a couple cases of beer and whatnot, so they stopped back by, and they're like, wow, you didn't need to pay us. Like, whatever, let's have a they, couple beers. They st- they, the, the time you're talking about when they stopped must have been when, you when, I was pa- when I was there saying hi. Yep. Yeah, so they just got back and just just came in to say hi, and I don't know. That's what's kind of fun about the, the We All stuff is like everyone kind of like makes friends with each other because they came in, and I think they stayed, and we hung out and talked for an and a, a good hour and a half. And then the generator deal came up, and Jeff's like, "Wow, what are you guys gonna do? Like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good with those those generators. Like, let me take a look." So he he went over and took a look at it, and it still didn't start. And he's like, "Well, here, what time are you guys leaving tomorrow?" We we're like, oh, "I don't know, noon or something like that." He's like, "I have another two thousand, hundred two thousand. It's a backup one. Like, you guys take it for the day, for the night, and I'll pick it up in the morning or whatever." This guy deserved leave. a case of beer. Yeah, he well well deserved it. Did you tell him about North Bros? I did. Well, Jeff, if you're listening to this, you the man. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think we should have. I should have grabbed his phone and made him like like it, but I don't think I did. I got his number though. I, I should call him up. Should we phone in a phone in Jeff? We probably better better talk to him first. Yeah, he'd be like, "Hello." No, they seem like the kind of people that wouldn't mind at all. Though. No, no, they were they were pretty fun to hang out with. They do a lot of fishing, so he does like uh, contracting and stuff. He's got his own business. And I don't know if he does more, I don't know, outdoor or something. So, like, winter's really slow. I think it was, like, so a you're long, saying, long like, service type deal. Yeah, they've been going on, like, four-day weekends, like, the that, whole season. The whole, like, having your own lawn mowing business is the way to go. I mean, <laughs> you can be as busy as you want. You can kind of get rain days in the, in the summer and in the fall and whatever. <clears throat> and then in the wintertime, as long as you don't make the mistake of getting into snow removal, you can fish all winter long well and really it's not just that's just being self-employed really i mean yeah not just lawn care just anything self-employed entrepreneurs so beto electric if you're listening yeah you can go hunting all you want you not not work. affiliated with this beetle it's a different beetle relative cousin uncle uncle yeah. uncle yes you're just the future beetle employee we'll see what happens so if if you get if you work from do you technically get royalty i mean the company is your name too we haven't had that conversation yet, but when when I go talk to him, I'll bring this pack of Marb Marb Reds yeah. and plop him down on good his desk. Off yeah. Offering. So yeah, they they stayed, hung out. We got the janitor going from them. Right as they were kind of getting a boat to leave, Jeff pointed over to Micah. He's like, "Your your rods bending or the rattle reel is going or just like pointed to Micah, like the corner there." So I, and then Mike, take this story away because this is kind of a, a big story for you. Well, so just to get, like, started fishing, I we popped a couple rattle rows down, and then I, what now? 
I'm just I I've I've heard parts of the story and I just I'm in my head I'm just like Micah you idiot, <laughs> like, but I'll let your story speak for itself. So when it comes to fishing, I am, uh, see, take an expert and then go to the opposite of that, and then add a curse on him. Yep, like, to anyone he's with. Everyone I go fishing with, they're like, all right, we are gonna hammer him like we always do. Like we're gonna get on him. I come with crickets, nothing, like nothing bites, nothing hits on the bait. No bites, no nothing. Or I end up catching a lot of fish and drop a phone down an ice hole. So it's the latter of the two, I guess. But uh, so I popped a put a put a line down the hole to get started, and we're sitting there drinking beers, just kind of hanging out. And I kind of forgot I even set that pull up. And old Jeff goes, "Hey, you're- it was not an unsuper bite. We were we were there. It just <laughs> just so the MND in our nose. Yep. And so old Jeff goes, "Hey, your lines." You're- Rod's bending pretty good, so I pick it up and sure as shit, there's a there's a fish on. So I start reeling and ends up being the biggest walleye I've caught to date, which is just a nice twenty inch walleye. Yeah. So that picture of that walleye is in, was posted on our Instagram today. Yeah, that was a good picture. Oh, yeah. Uh the thirteenth of February is when that if you're interested in seeing that fish. Yeah, it was a good fish. So I call the weekend a success just because I finally caught a fish. And, and I think the trick is that. we can throw back to last year or the year before on devil's lake and it's the same trend you only catch fish when you are literally have nothing else on your mind like you don't even know you have a rod or sleeping yep like that i don't even know we talked about that on one of the episodes michael was literally sleeping and like his rod was going down picks up a nice fish so that was about the only successful thing that happened that day was michael caught a fish i'd picked up like one northern couple one small crappie i think that was it i think i only had two fish I caught more small bluegill that day than I ever want to catch in my life again. Really? It was stupid. See, I like that kind of fishing. It was action. But that's just me. So then the night, the night, when, uh, when I say going. small bluegill, I mean small bluegill. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, know that's, what you mean. That's, that's fun. No, no, no. Guys, what you just did is big. Yes. I think that's pretty average sized. <laughs> So the night went uh, south after that. We weren't catching fish, and it, we had a lot of fun. Uh, one of my other buddies that we knew came out to the house. We ended up playing cribbage till 3 in the morning, so not too much fishing ended up happening after that. And that pretty much summed up how that went, just struggled that weekend. And that was actually the first time that, that we didn't even fish together, but that was the first time you and I were on the lake at the same time this yeah, whole year. together, yep, which is, which is very rare. We didn't, even take, we didn't even take any early ice trips exactly. this year. Yeah, it was just a busy, different year. It, life, Next man. year. Yeah, life. But now that Nick's got his new, new toy. New toy. So now this weekend, we are, we'll start the trip with, we're all heading to Leech Lake is the plan. At least uh, Nick, I, and Brandon. And and you might be thinking to yourself, okay, well, you know, what's what do they all have in common? You know, Jacob and Nick. No, see, only Jacob has a permanent wheelhouse, but Brandon and Jacob have wheelhouses. And, and Nick, do you want to elaborate on that story a little bit more? Is there is there anything that connects all those the same now? Or I mean, your wallet's hurting, but your, hap- or your heart is sure full. <laughs> <laughs> so, in previous episodes, actually, I think if you go back before our Devil's Lake trip, I know we did one this fall where I had mentioned that I wanted to join the wheelhouse crew for this upcoming season. And we... We do a lot of camping in the summertime, and we use... understatement. He's there. You're there. You're at the land every weekend, almost at a minimum. 
Yeah, unless I got like weddings or something like that going on. That that's well, where you, you, I you spent a lot of time up there. I, I was pretty much. Think, I don't mean thirty days last summer. You you do a lot of like don't underplay how much time you spend out there. If if I don't have anything else going on, I'm there. I mean, it, yeah, it's I love it up there. But anyway, we got a Caitlin and I have a 1992 pop up camper. Really great condition. Peter the Palomino. Peter is his name. He makes a heck of a breakfast. <laughs> you know, that thing has treated us very, very well. We've yes. used it pretty it's much. treated every... all his guests very well, too. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I mean, it looks a lot better on the inside than the outside. It's what, you know, what they say. It's what's inside that matters. That's right. Well, anyway, to cut to the chase, Caitlin and I bought a ice castle this last weekend. We got da, a. Da, da, da. <laughs> We got a 2020, roll, 2023 Ice Castle Itasca Vacation Series. So it comes with the full water package, just like what Jacob has. It's got the, the toilet, the shower, the sink, um, microwave, stove, oven. Um, I mean, as far as layout, it is very similar to, to like what I rock. And I guess I haven't even seen Brandon's, but it's pretty similar other than it's a foot shorter, isn't it? Brandon's, Brandon's pretty similar layout. His is a little different. He's is got it? he's got some. Uh, he doesn't have the jackknife sofa up in the front, okay. and he's got the th- he's got three bunks or two bunks in his and the big bed yeah. in the back. We'll have to do a comparison this weekend. But either way, it, it's it's very similar to like the one I got. Yeah. So I I when I went to get it this last weekend, uh, I I told Jacob that I don't even know if I'm gonna get it out onto the water this year, and that last I said I I said right away I'm like you'll have it out. Yeah, that lasted until I had it hooked up to my pickup, and I'm like, all right, I kind of want to go fishing Mind out you, of this thing. Nick had said all the way up to Saturday morning, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to buy it. I'm like, eh, you're going to buy it. There was a 99.99% chance that we were going to bring it home. The only way it wouldn't have been bought is if, I, actually, I got nothing. They they sold it to someone else, and it wasn't there. If it would have been, it, as and long that, as it was on the property, you were leaving. And I made sure that wasn't going to happen because when I called to check on it, uh, they th- we, we got it from the Smoky Hills Outdoors store up in Park Rapids, Minnesota. Great. Free great, plug. It is a really cool store, though. Great store, great group of people. Uh, if you're looking at getting into a, a castle, I would definitely l- give them a, a, a solid look. But it was it was kind of funny. So they when I called and set up my time to go look at it, uh, we or I told them 10 o'clock. And I was like, well, God, they open at 8. Why am I going at 10? You know, I'm going to be there at, at 8. So I call back, and they're like, well, you can come at 9. Don't come any earlier than 9 because we got to get it out and plug it My, in. And yeah, because they had told you, like, when you called on a whatever it was, Wednesday or Thursday, like, we haven't had it inspected yet. Like, we actually have to, like, get it prepped to sell. I think the whole process started on – we were looking Monday, and Tuesday we called and put our down payment on it. Well, now I'm just a little insulted because I think it was Wednesday when I got a text, like, I did something – I think you're going to like it, but I can't talk right now. I'm eating at Taco or Texas Roadhouse, so don't call me. Yeah, because we had this great idea that we were going to keep it a secret, and that lasted. You were one of the first ones to know about it. You knew. Oh, yeah. That makes me feel You knew before, like, Sean and Cubby knew. Okay, now I feel a little bit better. <laughs> but well, uh, since Jake knew, he told me, so then. Well, there we go. Then there's a chain reaction. So Yeah, but I told him not to tell anyone if that counts. <laughs> So, like I said, they said to show up at 9, and I'm like, okay. Well, I get there at about 
And I if you, see if, it, if you round up and like get sloppy, that's nine o'clock, right? Right, right. And I see it sitting there in the parking lot, and I'm like, oh. You knew right then. You had you pulled onto the lot, and you're like, yep, it's coming with me. Yeah, the red matches my pickup perfectly. I can't wait to see it. And anyway, so I walk inside, and I'm like, hey, I'm here to see uh, Steve, because I dealt with Brandon. Yep. But he, he was off, so Steve was gonna fill in for him. But Steve was sick. So you got the big house. So I got, I think his name is Henry. Yep. And he, cool dude. He's he's the one that has all of their uh, videos and stuff on online. But I walk in and I'm like, I'm here to see Steve. And I go, oh, Steve's out today. And Caitlin and I look at each other like, wait, you tell me I gotta come back <laughs> next. So you're gonna deal with with Henry. And I'm like, oh. Okay. Nick's been watching the video. He's like, "Oh, oh, this guy. I feel like I yeah. know him already." And he he comes or the guy gets on the. He's like, "All right, I'll call him up." He he gets on the phone and he's like, "Hey, you called it. He's here early." <laughs> and he he came out and we did the walkthrough on it. Showed me how to do all the, you know, all the winterizing, all yeah. how all the pumps work and everything, all the different bypass valves and stuff that are in there. She showed up. And then I think we were on the road with it at like nine thirty. So, so that's the. Pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. Big exciting news from from our home. Front and you is, made out like a bandit with two sweatshirts. We did get two sweatshirts and a pen. Should have had someone else ride with and get a third one. Right. And then I bought a couple little minor accessories for it. And what did you pick up? Just the the thirty amp adapter to a twenty. Oh yeah. And then a, a limit switch for the heater. Yeah. Because he was that's saying that that's stuff. There's so that's, much like little small stuff that you end up needing. You don't know you need it until you need it. Well, when you need it, it's never at a convenient time. Well, I've already got the uh, my list made for what I need to pick up before this weekend, and that is the slotted hole covers. I'm going to pick up some of the – you know what I mean when I say slotted hole covers? Yeah, and actually, I don't have any. I think I might pick up two. Like, I don't care for them. They're just – I don't know. I don't know if you don't have whole sleeves – it's a whole different cover you need. And then if you get whole sleeves, it's a different size. Like, you have to get the... Wixel has them, and he doesn't have whole sleeves. Right. But then if he gets whole sleeves, those are no longer work. You have to, like... If you get, like, catch cover or cats or Sven sleeves, like, they all got to be... I don't know. But the only ones that... Literally, the only hole I worry about is, like, when we're sleeping is the back corner one because I always set my phone right above it, and the cord hangs low. I'm like, if I sleep and roll over and, like, just pull that cord... My phone's going on the hole. So I'm like, I, I should just have it on that one. So you should let me know if you're going to like Shields or something. And that's where I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna know get if them. they got more or I'm buy gonna, an extra one. I'll just pay you or whatever. I just want one. Or, I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm gonna buy six of them, one okay. for each hole. Yeah. And then I'm gonna pick up some of the clam rattle reels. You're gonna go with the clam rattle reels, okay? Yep, the ones that, um, the circle hub yep. attachments. That's yep. that, that's the route that I'm gonna go on those. That's a big decision. Do you come to that lately? I think you should get the Northern Lights. Actually, cool. I was. I those are nice. I was talking to Wixo today about what he runs for rattle reels and stuff, and he said, "I don't." He sent me a picture of the ones he has. He doesn't have the clam ones, but he said I would definitely look into those because the nice thing is if you buy them, you can take them into your hub house, or yeah. you know all you gotta do is buy the little puck. Yeah. So, and I went with the raffle ones because and I don't know how the I think the holes will work out a little bit better than yours, but the raffle are kind of like the. Uh, rattle reel branded ones where they got like that adjustable arm so you can kind of get it over the hole i don't know and I, there's know, so many different options i'm just you just went clam just no no hesitation micah your dog is causing a ruckus i see that he takes after his dad yeah and i 
you know, now is the time of year that you want to be buying ice fishing stuff. That is stuff true. Hey, those clam ones are on sale. Are on sale. They're on sale. And I did for those of you that have been keeping up with Cubby finally paying me back for the light stick. <laughs> originally, I bought it and it wasn't worth enough. Then Cubby didn't pay me back. It paid me back what I paid for it, and then you know, inflation. They were ten dollars more. Well, now they're on sale, so I actually got it for five dollars less than Cubby paid me. So I ended up making five dollars. It took a year, but I made five dollars on that d- transaction. Businessman. Yep. Nothing wrong to make a little interest. Yeah. And then the only other thing that I would like to get is a slush bucket. That'll be clutch. Well, yeah, it'll be clutch. I was gonna say if, if you don't pick one. it up this weekend, you can just use mine. <coughs> now that and you already have a reversible auger, I don't even fill a slush bucket up once. Really? Yeah. Like when I didn't have that, that was like three times a hole. And now that I can reverse slush down the hole, it I there's just like remnants that are in it and I dumped those out. It's so nice. Speaking of augers, you know the old two stroke jiffy that I've got that I've had oh, for yeah. years. The gasser. Yep. Took that thing out of the, the shed this weekend. Just just because. Has it left that shed in two years? No. Yeah. I took it out. I I primed it and it took I didn't even have to choke it. Well it was thirty degrees, but the second pull she cracked off and didn't even couldn't even tell she hasn't ran in two years. Jiffy just makes a quality product. And somebody, oh yeah, Jake Beauchamp, he came to Devil's Lake with us last year, and he was there again this year. He yep. he just picked up a, a clam hub I house. See, he picked up a five forty or something. Looks pretty nice. Yep, thermal. And, and he doesn't have an auger. He he's just kind of getting into it. Yeah. So Sean's like, oh hey Nick, you could sell that to him. I'm like, I I could. But you can just borrow it. Like I, yeah, Nick, Nick's not a big fan of getting rid of stuff. Especially ice fishing stuff. I've got is five. He still, is he still looking? I should get rid of mine. Bowchamp? Yeah. You're going to sell that Pro 4? I don't know. He'd, he'd probably buy it for I have the same problem. I don't like to get rid of stuff, but I, have, I haven't even looked at it. Or you could donate it to the Beetle Guide Service. I haven't even took the cover off my X300 to And then whenever you whenever you want it back, you can just... That is true. That would be the better way to do it. You could We could put it in the shed with all the other ice fishing stuff. You know what we should get into? It's so like a there's, library. There's an app. It's like Rent My Tools. Like, anyone can get it and, like, look at tools for rent in the area. We should make one for ice fishing gear. Like, Rent My Gear. I, th- I thought about you that. Have, what, 14,000 hub houses? <laughs> I have two hub houses. Oh, a couple okay. sled houses, a few Vexlar, however, you know. Actually, that is another thing Cubby's going to be selling is Vexlar FL20. And I'm Upgrading or is he going to? Yeah, he's going to upgrade. He wants a Helix. Think it'll take 100 bucks. You can ask him. I but I'm going to I'm going to try and pick that up just to just to have an extra one. Then oh. Caitlin can use it. That was, that's what I was going to pay off for. It was Anna to use, but she's looking at me like, "What?" So, <laughs> any other accessories that you want to pick up this weekend? To have for like the first the the maiden voyage the crescenting trip. You know I don't know I don't know maybe I a pillow like, or oh, like some champagne. comforters or. I got my my marbreds here. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, you know you don't need a pillow or I, <laughs> comforter when you got a pack of marbreds. I feel like I feel like there is gonna be stuff that I wish I had, but I'm not gonna know until right. I get out there. I mean, it's kind of like a never ending modification. Oh yeah, because then you got like. Like you, you get to summer, and then you realize there's some other thing you want. And yeah, and you've brought it up before, the the whole, you know, okay, now i got to transition from the ice house to a camper. Yeah. And then i got to transition back. So, you know. Yeah, I have two totes in the attic. You know, garden hoses and, like, all that types of stuff. It's like you just kind of keep swapping it and out. We, and we bought this thing to use more as a camper yeah. than a fish house. But 
and and the the guys at Smoky Hills there, they were saying, you know, if you live in this area, why buy why why buy a camper? I mean, even if you're only going to use it two or three times a year, that's still two or three more times than you're going to use your camper. And it yeah. sets you up with like just the fact you can use it more cold. If you want to do it a little later season or earlier season for you know who knows like you just go into a family event or something like or like different hunting like just the insulation being better helps out. Yeah, and we were talking about that too. It's like, well, you know, we're itching to get back up to go camping again now, and and once the snow gets enough off the road where we can get in there, I mean, our, our you know, just like anybody else that has a, a fish house, they're built for the cold. Yeah. I mean, and then in the summer, you know, that, that insulation can double as, okay, well, keeps now it cool. I, it's going to yeah. keep it cool. So before you bought this big boy, did you were you looking at, like, just campers? Did that cross your mind to buy a camper instead of an ice house? Did you ever even compare or look at nope. anything? Okay. No, nope, because I knew. I was like, I, 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 and I, I don't know, I don't know how much I'm going to use it in the wintertime. I mean, because you know how I, I take that portable and I... I go, 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 yeah. go, go. I I will say, just look at me, though. I used to make that. I even bought a new X300 last year, the same time I bought my wheelhouse, and I, I mean, like I said, a couple minutes ago, I haven't even took the cover off it. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if I do that or not. I mean, it, it, if I if I totally abandon my, my portables. I have too much invested into my portable <laughs> game to, to not. Hashtag ice fishing rental app. It would See, be that's cool. why I think I'd like a toy hauler, because then you could throw the four-wheeler or snowmobile or whatever in the back, and then everything's set up. And then if you want to go run around during the day, it's pretty easy. Yeah. I don't know. It goes both ways. and then But then at that point, I've done that like a couple times. It's just so much going on. You know, you've got so much different equipment. It's like you can't use it all at one time, and you just, I don't know, spends more time running around. I'm it's just... I'm getting used to that wheelhouse life. You get there, you get set up, you know, like, it was rough. You know, I had to catch a fish. You know, I was mid-cooking a steak when the rattle wheel went off, like, four times for, like, little four-inch perch. I'm like, I don't even want you. Like, it just you're, you're interrupting my cooking. You know, the one thing that, that, that kind of sticks out to me and well, no, the last two years is Devil's Lake. Yeah. Okay, you got a wheelhouse. You can bring it up to Devil's Lake. Cool. But... The odds of you getting onto, you know, there's so much structure up there. Yeah. The odds of you getting onto the structure that you, like, want to be, not not something where it's like, oh, you know, this is kind of close, this will work. No, like, where you want to go. You got to be on top of it, yeah. It, it It's not going to happen. I mean, they get more snow up there than we get here. Yeah. And you can't drive around on lakes here just because you get hung up. Right. So I'm when I, when I picture using it. I mean, obviously this weekend I'm gonna just fish out of it. I'm not because it's right. new and I just want to. Well, yeah. I just want to hang out in it. But I I picture it kind of more as as a an evening morning spot where it's kind of a base camp type thing. Yeah, and that's I fit. I've, I've literally only used it like that once. So they they say the trick is when you're doing that is if you're fishing walleye, you want the steepest break you can, and then set your house up against it so that way the front of your house is deeper and the rear or vice versa but like from the long way you can get depth change so i think the most i've been able to get is i had four feet i had i was on i don't remember where i was on it might have been winnie no leech somewhere but my front of the house was 16 and the back of my house was 20 and that did slightly help get a little bit shallower and 
kind of get more small panfish and perch throughout the day, and then still have like that walleye bite evening in that little deeper water. It it works a lot better when the guys got twenty eight foot houses and they can cover that span. <laughs> so speaking of rattle reels and such. I pulled this video up on TikTok here. I'm not going to play any audio, but so this jig right here, yeah. this blade jig. It looks like just a clam blade spoon or Northland. Northland. Okay, yep. yeah. Well, anyway, so I was watching. This guy's name is Brad Hawthorne. He's with Northland Tackle. Yep. And I, I got to say his name because I'm not going to take credit for this. You know, I learned yeah. saw it from him. But he said what he does, and, and this doesn't work if you're on um, – I'll play it for you after we're done here. But he doesn't – you can't use it in super silty conditions. You know, you got to have a nice, like, sandy bottom or a harder bottom. Yeah. He said, so a lot of times, you know, when you put a rattle reel down, you're going to drop it down. You're going to lift it up six to eight inches off the bottom of the, the, the ground, and that's where you're going to stay. Right. He takes this one, and he puts a, a fat head on it or a shiner, whatever. He actually lets it go all the way to the bottom, and it falls on the bottom, and it lays just like this. I so suppose the... the- the weight's heavier, and the tail of your bait still yep, an inch so the, off the ground. The minnow does all the work, and he said what'll happen is the front side of the jig will bury itself in the sand, and then the minnow sits there and does his job, and the walleyes, when they're being finicky, they'll come through and they'll scoop him right up off the bottom. Huh. Interesting. So I'm going to try that. I've never thought of that. I've never thought of leaving something lay on the ground. I, I haven't either. Normally, I'll just bang it against the ground to create a little ruckus or stir up some bottom get attraction make noise to like attract because another thing he said is is when you get the you know the finicky bite or the the walleyes that don't want nothing to do with you sometimes the best thing you can do is just put it down there and let let mother nature do its thing yeah and that's kind of like some of the best fishing i've had is like no fancy jig lure colors at all just a bare hook interesting i'm gonna try that so before we get into your weekend this last weekend. Well, and do we have time on this podcast to talk about that? or We sure do. It might get kind of long. Hey, we're sitting at 40 minutes. We've been running roughly an hour. So right. uh, one thing that I was going to talk to you or ask you, um, you were talking about how you run your generator for your TV. Yep. You ever thought about doing an inverter? Yes. I just haven't had time. To, to be honest, I there's a lot of things that I need to do. And there's, like, a cabinet I want to put in to help out a lot. And, like, two shells and a ladder holder. And, like, I've bought all the stuff to do it. And I just haven't had time to do it. That's kind of on my list. And same as, like, adding a solar panel because it's dirt cheap and easy to do that nowadays. The reason that I was asking is because we're going, as we said earlier, we're going to Leech this weekend. And I don't have a generator. And I'm not going to have a generator by the time we go this weekend. And Ooh. I know you've got one and Wixel's got one. You guys both yeah. said I could use it. And I... I picked up that I took. I stole Micah's for you, so if we need, he, you got that two thousand you can use. Oh, sweet! Well, then I do have a generator, but new spark plug runs. Yeah, well, that that's the trick. <laughs> I don't know if it'll start. So, but my dad was talking about uh, his inverter that he had. he has one built up. He built a box on a battery and everything. Yep. It's got an on-off switch, and he said to take the. I don't know how long it'll last. But you're, he said, you're welcome to use that. So I was thinking about bringing that for the TV. I might as well try it. I don't know. It, I just, like I said, haven't really had time to mess with it. And it adds up quick. So, like, everything is cheap but the batteries. And if you want decent batteries. You're looking at 150 bucks, at least. If you just want a decent lead ass, that's 200 bucks. Right. For a decent marine-grade 
battery. I feel like if, eventually, if you want to get fancy, I with want one it, of those lithium ions. That's where I was going to lead into. Fifteen hundred bucks for a Dakota lithium, fifteen thousand amp hour, something like something crazy like that. Maybe like, not. Never mind. I don't want a fifteen hundred dollar battery. Yeah. So like even Shields, the ones they sell for that size, I, I don't remember the amp hour. Not fifteen. That might have been stupid high, and I'm pretty sure it was, but some big number like Shields is like nine hundred bucks for a. Um, what's the green battery that we picked up? Amped? Yeah, for an amped battery. And then it's like, yeah, when, when you start looking at that much, I'm like, ah, it's just a you lot, know, a of, lot money. of I'm sure it's nice. What's the lifespan of one of those batteries, though? It's got to be higher, honestly. Like, I haven't had an issue with mine yet, long, and I've had them for... As long as you take care of them and charge them good, I mean... Yeah. They well, got what did you do a... for battery maintenance this last year? Did you do anything? Because I didn't. Not a single thing, and I haven't had an issue with mine at all. They still, I can and that run goes, them. yeah, that goes for my. Sorry, didn't no, you're good. Off, but that goes for like my amp, like lithium, twelve hour amp hour, like Vexar batteries, which you're talking about. But the wheelhouse in my house too, I did nothing, like, or not the wheelhouse in my house, the battery in my wheelhouse, like I didn't even but plug it in, like. Right, but you have the same setup where I do, where all you have to do is plug the house in, and it charges that battery. Yeah, but I didn't have it plugged in for half the year. Well, not half the year, but like two months before I grabbed it last weekend. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That so I never checked the water on the battery, made sure it charged. Like I did zero maintenance on it, and I never even looked to see what kind of battery is in my. I'm guessing it's in like an Interstates or something. I don't. No, I don't know. Maybe a Deca battery. They don't put a very nice battery in. I don't think. But you're still running on your stock one. I'm still running on the original battery that came in. It, yeah. So that'll be. It'll be interesting to see how, how that shapes out. I do not... I was looking yesterday. I, I had to stop by the farm, which is where I'm keeping it, to, to see it again because, you know, yeah, why not? It's pretty to look at. Which And it was not just an FYI. It wasn't on Nick's way. He went out of his way to go look at it. Well, no, we did the we did the Super Bowl board. It's the oh, day. I suppose you, you, were in, you were in Wapton. I was in Wapton. So it was, it was, we did the Super Bowl board, and, and Papa won. So we had to bring him his $40 that he won on the Super Bowl board. But it worked out because then I got to see yeah. Clark. We named it Clark. See, that we're, goes against we're gonna your go, entire naming no, it criteria. Doesn't. No, it, it doesn't. It's got to be the same color. No, nope. Start with the same letter as what the color it's is. So Clark it had to start with Castle. red. No. No, see, it's Clark. We're going to go down a little rabbit hole here. Do you guys, first I'm going to ask this question. I don't Do name you guys myself, name so your stuff? Not probably conventional names. <laughs> ah, you, your last two pickups have had a name, though. You had the Mountain Rig and the Blue Bunny. All right, yeah. I'm gonna. You want me to name off all my stuff that I have? Uh, hold on. So I've you got, have Sam the Sierra. You had. had. Oh, are we talking about have or have, what we can say? we can play this game if you want to uh, guess. No, that's too far. It was Sam or Sam was the Sierra. Is either your new one? Sam the Sierra. Or was your black one? The Trapper. The Trapper. That's just because of the big white letters that spelled Trapper. Ruby, Ricky, Clark. Apparently now. Yeah, Ruby the Ruby the RMK. You're Ricky the Razor. Trina the Trailer. Peter the pop-up camper. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, you oh said my God. You called him by the ring. You yeah, said you, you double said it no, there. We I can did. play the yeah. record back on that one. <laughs> yep, that's We might have to to verify. That is recorded. It is Reba, not Ruby. I've done that before, too. But then... Uh, is she so fancy? Ex- see what I did there. Like fun <laughs> Reba. Fancy. She sounds hot. Expl- <laughs> she does run a little hot when there's no coolant in it. <laughs> Speaking of coolant, Oscar the Oldsmobile is my car. Another, another name. That did not have any coolant when I checked it yesterday. Remember when we were at water rescue training? We yeah. saw the low coolant light. Yeah, it wasn't kidding. There was no coolant in the reservoir. Oh, they need a see that's the problem. They need another light for low and no. 
you know. Well, like, no, do I need to stop and put some water the, and get some? No. The radiator had coolant in it. Oh, then you got another Probably one. not much left. It's only going to not cool down. It's just going to sit there and keep getting hotter. What's well, cold in the valley? You'd be all right. That's what I was thinking. And then we've got Eva, the Equinox, which is Caitlin's car. Oh, I forgot about that. And then Sandra, the Silverado, and Clark, the Castle. I think, so tell me how Clark... Do you Clark, name her tools? Actually, yes, I do have a... What's I, your impact driver? Ivan. Your eighth-inch hex impact driver. Ivan. Your half-inch impact driver. I don't think I named that one because I don't use that one very your often. three-quarter-inch impact driver. Don't have that <laughs> one either. rattling off. I have your Billy. Sawzall. Oh, my bad. Sammy, no, Sawzall. Sammy Sawzall. No, see, it's not a Sawzall. That is a Milwaukee trademark. It's only a reciprocating saw. No, I have one of those, too. That's Victoria the Vibrator. Well, you guys do, are putting do you me on put the, the six inch or the twelve inch blades in her? Okay, depends on the night. Yeah, and then and then depends on the job, you know. I think I have Dorothy the drill. She's kind of a pile. Oh, yeah. Now we're getting down to time. Time deep for a rabbit hole. Okay, but no, Jake. What you you had said that that Clark the castle goes against the how I've always wow. named stuff. It generally thinking. goes off the color, and no. that's where I was thinking it has to start with what? R. No. But I get it, like Castle, C. Clark. That, so you, you know, could makes it fall. I follow it. Do, I just thought it was always the color. Like for you, you have a glacier. Yeah. So Gloria. I said Jerry, the fat hippopotamus from the movie. Jerry, the glacier. See now that's a whole another one. It's Jerry a G or a J. Okay. Well, here we're gonna decide something before we get off this topic. We're gonna <laughs> name the glacier. Oh, so that's gonna be good. Whatever we name it, if I have time, I will put it across the back window before this weekend. Gladys. Ooh. <laughs> Caitlin, what do you think about Gladys? Glenn. Glenn the Glacier. I just want I just Gladys across that back window. Hey, Glenn and Clark. They could be friends. Gladys. Sounds like they already were in their church group. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we got we got to give it a name before I, we I move on. Have a G. I, would, I would have to, like, look. Okay. Holy rock, paper, scissors. Well, we'll when we finish the episode, we'll come back to it. I'm, I'm gonna look up G names and see if I find anything that. See, I, when I we were like. when we were trying to name the castle, we said ice castle. We we're looking up I names. I thought Ishmael would be a good one, but that got shot down. Well, it's red. It, you know, fire explosions, dynamite. Well, you know, it followed. It really connect lines. So Ishmael, Ivan, Isabel. We ended up going with Clark. Huh? Uh, Clyde. It was Clark or Clyde. And we figured I Clark. I Clyde. Clark was better. Clark is, yeah, okay. We agree with you. I'm really not seeing. You got to pick one. We're not moving on off this topic okay. until you pick one. Well, all I got is top list 20. Gabriel, Giel, George, Galen, Gamma, Gabe, Gabriel, Gary, Grace, Gabby, Gail, Grant, Guy. Guy. Gary. Guy. Grant. Gavin. Oh, I said those. Gabriel Gate. You know, Gerald. Georgia. Garnett. What about Gina, Gravy? Griffin. Gravy the Glacier. That's not bad. The one thing I did just kind of like when I read Gamma, I'm like, the only thing that kind of popped into is like Gamma. And that's more of a nerdy thing. Like is that like, a, like an NDSU thing? No, Alpha, Beta, or Gamma. Like a big, it's a like big, you, don't, you don't know. Yeah. Like you don't know. Right. So we're we're not really moving very fast here fellas but we need to pick a name for the glacier well, see the problem is i see caitlin had the opportunity to shoot it down if i name it and it doesn't like it then it, you know we got okay so on. so pick two and we'll decide on two guy guy i kind of like guy i don't know what your thoughts are on guy gladys man. guy and gauge nah gauge is kind of 
Like I was thinking yeah, twelve we're gauge. Not, yeah. We're not gonna do gauge. Gladys. Gladys. Okay, so Gladdy. Gladdy. I call it Gladdy. Gladdy? I think call it Gladdy, but you have to have Gladys on the back window. <laughs> you should name I like I like Gladys. That's 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 one choice. But then you gotta come up with another one. Just in case Anna says no. And if she says no to both, too bad. She's not here. I'm just kidding, Anna. Sorry. Just jokes. Do we want G names for girls? Most popular G names? Well, that's your call. I mean, think of Clark. You want him to be, like, best buddies. I'm kind of thinking Gary. Gary? Gary or Glenn? How's that? Well, if we want best buddies, like, I would think Roger. Don't call me Clark. Clark. Roger. Star Trek thing. (laughs) I don't think we can do Gary. No, because that's your uncle's Scuba name. Scuba Steve, you wouldn't appreciate and... that. <laughs> You'll have to refer back to some uh, the episode River the Buck. That's where Scuba Steve comes into play. All right, we got... What, let's go with Gravy and Gladys for now. And then we'll we're, see if they get Glenn. shut down. I like Glenn. Gravy, Gladys, Glenn. Anna's got to pick it anyway. So. so Gravy, Gladys, or Glenn? I like how Gravy's the one we landed on for the top three. <laughs> I actually know a guy with a nickname Gravy. Well, I was just thinking it, it, it's it's literally gravy to fish out. It's so easy, and you can cook gravy in it. If yes, you put you if you put the name of it on the back, I'll put Clark in big black letters. On Whatever the back we of decide mine. on tonight, I like, I'll fire out the cricket. It'll be on there. We can the DNR until the yeah. DNR is going to be all confused. Yeah, they're going to be like, oh, "This name doesn't hey, match your registration." Speaking of DNR, okay, Nick, so are I we on time here. Just just we're kind of bouncing all over just to make sure. No, dude, we're good. There's no time limit. So, uh, okay. I I did. So one of I the questions. I just want people to hear the magic. I I had a first time this weekend. Just, Hold on, we're gonna Let throw me... that in there as a little teaser. So, I sent an email to the Minnesota DNR today, asking Ooh. because there's so much different. Yep. Like we've been talking about those house licenses. Yep. And what Nick's talking about in Minnesota, you have to have a permanent wheelhouse license, and it's supposed to be. My understanding of how I was told when I got a fine for it one time was visible from the outside. What Nick phoned is it has to be like secured or fastened, basically taped to the outside of the house. There was no clear answer. Okay. So I sent an email and I said, I said, so this is to the Minnesota DNR. I said, good morning. I just bought a wheelhouse this past weekend. I'm a North Dakota resident and plan to use the house in Minnesota and North Dakota. I was wondering what I need on the outside of the house as far as stickers. To my understanding, I need my name and Minnesota DNR number. I also have seen different ways of displaying the house license. I was wondering if I can tape that into the window next to the door instead of sticking it to the outside of the wheelhouse. The house is currently outside, and I don't want the sticker to come off because of the cold. I wanted to get clarification on that instead of getting a ticket. Thanks. Yeah. Not to mention, it just it's tacky, and it's a brand new... You know, you don't want to put a sticker on the outside of the house. Correct. So... They replied what, already. What I got, yes. Ooh, it said one. Minnesota DNR. I'll give you a little props on that. That it was said, a quick response. I did get an automated response that said one to three business days. Oh. <laughs> but then they emailed me back. Okay, okay. What what they come back with? So they said, good afternoon, Nick. Thank you for contacting the Minnesota DNR. You can put the shelter license on the window or anywhere on the house as long as it's legible. Windows tend to fog up, so make sure you keep it clear so a conservation officer can read it. Along with the shelter license, you need to display one of the following in characters at least two inches high. Name and address, driver's license number, or your DNR number. So you don't actually need your name on it. <clears throat> your name is obviously on your DNR license well, in the window. Yeah. But it, it says right here you don't need your name on the outside with a sticker. See, but th- 
did they didn't say anything. So in North Dakota, which is where it's registered, like one thing I just stood out, North Dakota requires three inch lettering. So if you do three, you'll you'll meet the two. So I'm gonna do three. Right. And the only reason that I even know that difference is because I was trying to space it to be on my door, and I could have fit it all on my door in two inch lettering, but boo on three it was too big. So that was just I wanted to throw that in there. So a little. the only thing that gets hairy. Sorry, I'm kind of breathing heavy. Harry is they said on technically on I know they meant in like just visible but technically you're talking about the shelter license yeah so what they said is you can put the shelter license on the window or anywhere on the house as long as it is legible windows tend to fog up so make sure you keep it clear so a conservation officer can read it right so the way I take that is you can put it inside the window and that's where they're going I'm just saying like in court they're like on is they're saying like on from the out exterior but you can't describe it or you well, can't was, they, 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 it was just like it it is so irrelevant because then they're literally describing like the problem with sticking on the inside of the house sometimes it fogs up or Correct. in my case it gets tough because i have tinted windows on glaciers all the way around it's like you got to actually like really look at it it's not just visible but see and wixo has his taped up on the the door so when you walk up to the door you can see it on the like oh from the on the exterior or the interior it's taped up on the interior but you can see it from the exterior yeah, I was told that's all you needed. Yeah. And then you got to put your DNR number yep. on the outside of the house. So let's get into your weekend. Okay, so now that no one's going to be listening anymore, and if you are, thank you very much for being a North I Bro. do want to give a shout-out. You remember Braden West from high school? Yeah, did you reach out to him and ask him that? I did. Okay, what, what did you we were back? talking. He and for background, Braden, we went to high school with him. He's now a DNR officer in Texas or somewhere He's doing south, something, something with endangered species, but he listens to our or our podcast every week. Shout out, Braden. And, he, and he, he said that he hopes we don't stop doing it because it gives him a taste of the Northland because he misses it up here. He yeah. said he re- really Mostly misses he just likes listening to us idiots talk. So eventually we're going to have him phone in. That'd be pretty fun. So that, that's a, I haven't talked to Braden in a, in a minute. That, that's an upcoming episode. So thanks for your support, uh, Wesley. Okay. So what did, did, did he know anything about it, or he just was like, ah, just talk to DNR? Or? He, he went and looked up on their site, and he kind of said the same thing we said. He's like, there, there's, no clear, there's no clear description on – so he basically said, he's like, how I read it is this – the same you're reading it, but I would just to be safe, I would reach out to him. Right. So it's not a catch all, so you're not yeah. you know. But anyway. Yeah. So we'll have that good by the weekend. It only took me a year to get it all on there, so you'll be out of that. So this last weekend just out of curiosity, how far in are we? Fifty minutes, fifty five minutes? We are at fifty eight minutes and fifteen seconds. This is Okay. So this is this is gonna cross the line for our longest episode that we've had. Oh, hundred percent. That's why I'm like, do you want to break it? But we're just gonna get into it. So, like I said, beginning of the episode, fifty-seven minutes ago, we I have this. Is, I brought the wheelhouse out two times. Two times this year is all I've gotten out fishing. So last weekend we finally got everything kind of cleaned up at the house, and I got time now. I'm like, I don't n- need to clean up the house and unpack and stuff on the weekend. Like. It'll maintain. I can just kind of work on it as I go. So I'm like, I got to go fishing. I looked at the weather. It was like Thursday, I think. I looked at the weather. And I'm like, ooh, it's supposed to be pretty warm. Like a little bit up up in the 30s is what I was seeing. I'm like, look at the pressure. Pressure's dropping. I'm like, okay. Things are things are lining up to be a decent week in fishing. As far as if you look at stuff like that. And I'm not very good. I don't, I don't know 
some people are like, I don't fish until the pressure is under 28 and a half. And there's that's all the time. Sorts, like, there's whatever. All, all sorts of different algorithms that you can look at. Yeah, into whatever you want to look at. I just know, like, generally, temps are a little up and pressure's dropping. It's generally a good thing. Catch, catch them on the drop. So I seen that and I was like, I was originally thinking of maybe just going back to Lida or something kind of close around Fargo or maybe even Traverse. That's an hour away. I'd never been out there, and I have no idea what the conditions are. And then I seen I seen that, and I'm like, wow, the conditions look like it could be pretty good fishing, you know, whatever. So I was like, I want to get on a better fishery. I want to get on something where I have the opportunity to catch bigger fish, being that the temperature, pressure, whatever, it kind of looks like they might be biting. So I ended up deciding to go to Leech Lake. I went out of Horseshoe Bay, which is where I've... The, actually, that's just only resort that i've been out of on leech lake uh, i went there last year where i got proposed or i got engaged so that was kind of that that helped out to do with it because about a year ago when ann and i got engaged so i was like well i might as well go back valentine's day is coming up you know be cute do all that so we went out on friday we didn't get the earliest start i think we left fargo at fourth or at five five thirty we rolled into the lodge at seven twenty or so we get set up and 17 feet is where I was at. We didn't have any very little luck Friday night. We we got set up, cooked some food, and I I was just dead tired. So we went to bed pretty early. Marked a couple, nothing bit, no action on the rattle reels. Pretty uneventful. Saturday morning, we slept in pretty good. Not going to lie. We were being crummy. It was like 7, seven o'clock. I got up, and I kind of checked everything. Checked how much fuel's in the generator, and I was like, I just, you know, I don't need to be up. I, I'm just going back to bed until eight o'clock. At eight o'clock, the rattle reel, it didn't even make a full revolution. It maybe three inches of line kind of came down, and that was it. But it was enough to wake me up. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, we got to get fishing here. I want, I want to be serious about fishing now. And I kind of go stand by it, and it took. I probably sat and held that line on the rattle reel for. 20 25 seconds there you know nothing there not feeling nibble and all of a sudden after like yeah 25 seconds of just kind of holding it and seeing anything around it just kind of got heavy and i just i just pulled i set the hook and and i got like two arm pulls up and my head i I got it hooked i'm pulling it up and it really didn't put up much of a fight it kind of just followed up and then i I don't know. I seen something across the hole. I, I didn't recognize like what it was. I didn't get a good look. And then it kind of, I let it pull out a little bit because it started pulling a little heavier. And I felt like two head shakes. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. You know, like just immediately, I'm like, you know, like at least it's a walleye. Hopefully, you know, we're on a good spot and we're going to catch some fish today. And it finally gets worked up. I get it coming up the hole. And I'm like, oh, that looks pretty decent. And like I reach down to grab like the gill and land it. And I'm like, there's not much extra room in the hole. Like my hand coming in sideways to gill it was like pretty filled up and I get it pulled out and I am stoked. It is a nice walleye. It measured out to be a 25 inch walleye. It actually measured out to be a 25 and a quarter. Some people are precious, but I just want to round is, up. Is that your PB? No, it's not my PB, but it's my documented PB. What is your, my PB is 26 and a quarter. Do you have a picture of that? No. So that's what I was saying. Like that so was your PB is 25 and a quarter. Yeah. Cause uh, and I do. You beat I, me. It was it was six years ago. It was last. It was when I caught that fish up at Skakawea. Like we went. Like I have a different phone. Lost the pictures. Like I don't have it anymore. 
Mine's mine's twenty three and a half, and Micah's is twenty. So you're beating both of us. And but that is also my PB through the ice. Mine was so, a fat twenty though, so like it's more like a twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah. <laughs> if we're doing through the ice, I that twenty three and a half I caught came out of the river in the spring. So what's what's your ice? Do you know? I don't. I would I would guess probably 19. Nine, 19 or twenty. Yeah, probably. So that yeah, hands down is the biggest I've had through the ice. So I'm stoked and. Pretty pumped. I got some pictures. I'll post them later. Just when you think your day can't get any better. Okay, so that's the other thing. And it wasn't much more than 10 minutes later. And some people are going to be listening to this going, you got excited for what? Yeah, well, you know, I'll get there. It was, yeah, 10, 15 minutes later. That same exact rattle reel. So same lure. It was a hot one last weekend. I will say it all fished, color, everything. It just did it good. Had Had a tick. What's the lure? Oh man, that's just how will I ever say something? I just can't. I don't care. It was like a eighth ounce pink buckshot, like OG style buckshot, which I didn't know they was make a the coffin pink, one now. Was it the pink UV? Yeah, because that glowed. that was the hot lure up on Devil's Lake this year too. That was the one. So that that same rattle reel went off a little bit, and I like go, I get I literally get on my hands and knees like gonna set this, get ready because I'm like I'm prepped to land it if I need. I. Bite, 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 set the hook, pull the line, nothing. But I can look down the hole, and we're in 17 feet. It's like 10 o'clock in the morning, well, 9 or whatever it was. I can see to the bottom, and I can see this fish swimming because it was, it was a bigger fish. I can tell how it's swimming. I'm like, that's a pout. That's a bourbon. That is an eel pout. And I immediately start, like, screaming, like, just bite it, bite it, come back, come back. And Anna's, like, looking at me like, oh, my gosh, what is it? And then the rattle reel on the other side of the house goes off, and I grabbed that one and just, like, just pumped. Because I'm like, I can see it's down there, which is crazy. Like, I could see how big it was. 17 feet down. Tell how it's swimming. Like, it's a bourbon. It's a bourbon. I want it. He's getting all jittery just sitting know, here. It, He's, it like, just, hitting the I, table was, and shaking me, everything. <laughs> that was what Anna said. She's like, why are you more excited to catch this gross thing than that walleye? <laughs> so, yeah, I, it was a bourbon. I pull it up through the hole and, like, almost lose it. Grab it. It spits hook out, like, when I have it halfway into the house. It's kind of slimy. They're so squishy. Like, this this measured out to be 28 inches, but, like, I couldn't grab it. I don't know where to grab because it... Is that a big one? I've never caught one. I don't know. I think it's decent. I don't know. It was I think it'd be fun. cool to catch one, but I guess we'll never know. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. suck. This weekend yeah, it might suck. happen because normally when you catch these, and I've kind of always wanted to target them, I just... Well, I just gets my, my heart a little bit more. I don't want to spend the time, but normally they're late bite like you you fish later in the night you know sleeping like dark waters is when bourbon are active this was bright daylight he bought it or bit it so i got that thing landed and it just got slime all over and i'm like hyped because like i lost it the last second like pulling it up i'm like i don't even know where to grab it. i tried there's nothing to grab i couldn't find the gills it slipped spit the hook out then finally i just went for it like my was Damn near, like, middle of my forearm in the hole. Like, just sweatshirt's getting wet. Like, I'm not letting this thing Was go. Was he like, fighting trying to get back down? A little, not too hard, but, like, yeah. Obviously. Right. I mean, like, you know, and he's just, he's got his natural kind of slimy self going for him. So, like, it's just hard to grab. And I don't you, know what I can grab. I've never caught one. When you say slimy, uh, can you compare it to a pike? Like, Better like, than a pike. Um... I don't even know how to describe it. Not as thick. Like, a, a pike looks, like, way snottier. Like, it's there. Like, after, like, you grabbed it or, like, it wiped on the floor of the house or something, like, you couldn't really see 
it, if that makes sense. But like it was there, like you'd feel it, but like snot just is so or a pike is so snotty, if that makes sense. Like, like stringy and it really wasn't like that. So we got some pictures and I'm like Googling, I have no idea anything about this. So I look up the Minnesota proclamation. I'm like, I don't know if I can keep it. I don't know what the limit is. I don't know if there's a slot. I don't know anything. And there's nothing in there. So I, I even called the resort. Well, I called you and you like looked it up and didn't yeah, really find anything my, either. My phone rings and Jake sounds like he just like won the lottery. He's like, dude, yeah, you'll oh, never I know said, what I just never caught. believe what happened. What's the first thing you said? The first thing I said, you dropped your phone. Cause it was like two days prior. <laughs> you were talking about getting hole covers or something. And I'm like, I've never had them. I guess never had, had yeah, a reason. Like, You'll never guess what just happened. It's a first for me. Yeah, that's like, uh-oh. <laughs> Next immediately, he's like, you dropped the phone down the hole. I'm like, okay, if I drop my phone down the hole, first of all, put this together, buckaroo. How am I yeah. calling you on my phone? Yeah. I didn't think of that at the time. <laughs> now I sound like an idiot. <laughs> no. So, yeah, I caught, I, caught, I caught a bourbon. It happened. And I'm, I was hyped. And I flayed it, which is really interesting. Did you try it yet? Not yet. I will say when I cut it up, that was not the meat I expected at all. I was expecting like a yellowy northern type meat. Is it, it white? It is super white. Really? It is, and it's so soft. And apparently, like when they call it like a joke, poor man's lobster. It that's kind of what it is. Like apparently, the proper way to cook it is is boil it, and some people boil it in sprite or vinegar water. But you just boil it. Boiling it in Sprite, huh? Yeah, apparently that's what I heard is the best. I've never heard of that. Or vinegar water or just kind of something. Water and lemon or whatever. That's interesting. Next time I make mac and cheese, it's going to be made with Sprite. I don't know how that would work. But <laughs> boil it and then just dip it in butter and eat it. Do you like see that disgusted look grab? I just got? Yeah. So, so that's what I was told. You're going to have to let me know how it is. You I'm, have to I'm eat kind it. of excited. You have to eat it this week because this weekend when we go to Leech. I'm not... We I'm are bringing we are bringing the podcast stuff with. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'll get there. I wasn't planning on it, and I because I didn't look that much into it. My original plan was like I'll just deep fry it. Everything actually, t- you know, like whatever. You don't taste it, so I froze it. But I guess you boil it and you literally dip it in butter and eat it, same as you would lobster or crab or anything like that. Like that's how you eat it, and it makes sense because, like I said, the meat was super white, like the coloring of like a walleye or a perch, but it was just soft, like almost mushy. Yeah. Which lines up to kind of crab or lobster. Oh, see, you're kind of like a spongy. Yeah. So it's kind of lobster. Yeah. So that's why I was like really surprised when I cut it up. And again, I, I my original plan was just going to shore lunch it and deep fry it. and But everyone's like, no, no. Like the proper way, like you boil it and you literally dip, dip it in butter and eat it like you would a crab. I'm like, what? You're definitely going to have to let me know am, how it is. I am actually really excited. I know there's some people that are like, oh, you got to be kidding me. They're gross. There's some people that, I mean, people like, um, what is it? Schmelt, it's not a smelt fry. What's the other one that they do like in the winters or church? Yeah, schmelt. Yeah, there's another one. Lutefist. Oh, yeah. I mean, people eat that. You haven't so been to a smelt fry? No. I haven't. I have. Of course and you have. I didn't really know what to expect. And honestly, there's a there's a good reason they have like as many kegs of beer as a guy needs or <laughs> two hundred people need to get drunk enough to eat minnows, but they're not bad. You ever taken a minnow shot? I don't think I actually done a minnow shot. I did well, a walleye shot. Did a walleye shot for his PB. Jeff Jeff made him do it. Pour a little little brewski down the walleye mouth and down the hatch. Yeah. Well, more like down your shirt, but Well yeah. It's got a little more, it has a little bit of flavor to the beer, which is kind of nice. 
<laughs> well, this episode we had two PBs, and then a couple episodes ago was my PB Pike. So we've been having a, a pretty good year as yeah, far as PBs go. How big was that? Uh, 31 and a quarter. Oh, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the biggest thing that happened that weekend. All right, oh, let's, yeah. let's do a quick round table for how big a fish has to be for you to mount, and let's go walleye, perch, pike. I'll, I'll go first, and this is your personal opinion, what you think, what, what you would personally have to catch to mount it, and we're going to start with a perch. And for me, a perch, I would say, me personally, if it's pushing 15, it's I'd consider putting it on the That's wall. That's my number. 15? Yep. That's where I was at, too. 15. 15. All right, now we're going to go with Pike. Micah, you start. I honestly don't know. Probably like 35, that'd be. I don't know. Mine was always 44. Mine's 40, so we're a little different on that one. but I think we're going to come back, though, because my walleye is 30. All right, so now we're doing walleye. So you start walleye. My walleye is 30. 30? I'm going to say 30 as well. I think if I caught a 28-incher. I think I'd pop around. See, and there's nothing. So, there's it's all personal. Yeah. Preference. The other thing is, like, I just want one on the wall. And if it's got a good story, that's what's gonna stay. If it's like a really good story that goes with the fish, then absolutely, I'm gonna put that on the wall. Or like a cool trip, and because and, and it's the same as like deer. You know, you you shoot a buck, you gotta be proud of it, and it's cool. Like, you, and if people mount their buck every year if or got, whatever. If it it's like you, the story and the memories means more than the fact of what quote unquote classifies a trophy. And it's like if you if it got you excited enough to pull the trigger, like why not celebrate it and why not be excited about it? Right. Same thing with fishing. I mean, if if it gets you excited enough, you know, you reel it up and and Jake, if you were to say you wanted to mount a twenty seven inch burbot, man, I would have been behind you. I'd have been that's cool, bro. <laughs> I could have done a cool twenty five inch and like walleye and a burbot. It, it would have been kind of cool. The only thing that was kind of cool on that walleye and a little different. I don't know. It had a, a cut on it, almost like a bite swipe. When like, I saw right it. on the front dorsal when i saw the picture of it i thought it was like one of the warts like sometimes yeah. they have warts on them it was like a little chunk of meat gone and it looked fresh because it was like it looked no different than if i would have just kind of like cut it with a knife and yeah it just cut open like i don't know i don't know dude what kind of tussle do you think that wall i was in you know i feel like it had to have been either like a, a really mean crappie either a, yeah <laughs> i think it's the last thing that he'd big be scared blue of gill, big bluegill <laughs> i feel like it had to have been either I mean, obviously, your mind goes to Pike. Yeah, he had to but have gotten there into something with the Pike. I don't know how it would have gotten that part? Right. So then you got to think like walleye. Maybe you got into a fight with another big walleye. I don't know. I don't know. Just get some scuba gear. Go swimming. Let's call up Scuba Steve and see if he can go investigate. See what we can find. So that was that was pretty much all that happened. That Saturday was super beautiful out. I actually started a little bit later. I never walked around the house because. But never really went outside. I had shorts on the entire weekend. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of excited for this whole <laughs> ice fishing. Yeah, in my shorts and Crocs thing. is all I had on yeah. all week. Well, on a t-shirt. But it was so hot. And I have a generator to use this weekend. Yeah. Thanks, Micah. Yeah, I told you. Well, okay, I put that one together. I wasn't actually gonna tell you about that. Thanks, one Jacob. Until you got there, and then it was. Well, I was gonna just have the resort come out and plow me a slit right next to you, so I could use a 25 foot <laughs> extension cord and plug <laughs> into your generator. <laughs> it would have worked. And we still can. We can try it. We'll have to figure out how we're going to fish it. We'll talk about that afterwards. Actually, you got anything else? Uh, you know, that pretty much sums it up. What is kind of going to lead into like What Saturday is your plan for so this nice. weekend? Uh, are we going? Because me and Wix are both following your lead. So right. are we going out of the same landing? Or uh, what you I'm going to put a little bit more thought into that one then. 
so well because you're gonna beat us there yeah so the, the only thing that's kind of playing around is we're getting bad weather thursday resorts are already shutting down tomorrow or tomorrow. Tomorrow to Thursday. Tuesday to Thursday. And the Tuesday, Leech yeah, Lake Tuesday. is right in the heart of four to six inches of snow. Yep. So a couple of resorts, um, they're already shut down. Not fully, but like they're limited down. If they got five roads, only half of one road's open that they're allowing people close to the resort. Monitoring. Because of the weather? Because of the weather. And like they, they've all said, we are going to resume full service Thursday as a plan. Like we're going to get the pouches going and make it open. We're planning on having a good weekend. You know, we're, well, we're getting to push for the last two weekends. We got two, two weekends of season left. Yep. So that kind of changes what I'm thinking a little bit. Um, from what I've seen this weekend, how the bite was, I, I don't kind of where I want to be. Kind of, I've fished it before, had decent. So I got to decide between either trying to get to that spot or there's uh, another road by another resort, uh, Little Trappers, we can talk about it, that I, I kind of thought looked good on the map like if i would have been out of a portable just hitting a public access like i'd have been heading that direction you're you're gonna have to be kind of kind of strategic with it because you're gonna have to pick a spot where there's at least two other slits that yeah. are not and gonna be taken by the time we get there and if right. they are i mean we, we will well i might do that a little different like same as you do up in red you get a little bit more so you will just i can pay the plow truck driver to plow me to a different spot and plow out three slits or shoots and that's my road so i might run that too and just make our own area I got to figure that out a little bit more. So I, I, we're going to be fishing like the south side of the lake. That's all I know. That's all I'm, I know for sure right now. The rest really kind of just does depend on the storm. I think it'll just be fun to be out there. It's going to be an insane amount of fun considering you got a first time in your own brand spanking new wheelhouse. I got go. the only other thing we were talking about what I needed to get for this weekend. I need to go buy a, a four by four. Yeah, eight chop foot, up eight foot by four by four and cut eight eight one foot blocks and I'm gonna block it two in the front, two on each side, two in the back, and then two in the way back. Okay, I block it a little different. That's just what the guy at Smoky Hill said yeah, that he does they, with his. Everyone's a little different. Some people only use four. I've always been told and to kind of go out in the block at every corner, which is just nine. So actually. I'm gonna do, so you got the V, right? So I'm gonna do one on each side of the V. I'm gonna do one by the door, one on the other side of the door. One on the other side, one in the back on each side, and two in the back. Two in the back and middle? No, like two on back corner. Back yeah. corners. So that's pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, it's going to be overkill, but did, did you have any flooding? I, I used nine. Did so, you have flooding? Uh, I didn't. There's a couple other that did. So obviously later in the season, it's in season, <coughs> sorry, through my throat. It's just kind of one of the things you learn. Like you just don't know. So if you're later in the season, it becomes a pressure issue more. And depending on snow cover, so like the chute's going to be plowed out bigger, park in the middle of it, pull your pickup away, not just for the weight because you don't want to leave it hooked up because when you leave your vehicle there hooked up, your tires, again, they get warm, they glaze it. So like when you go to pull it, you're not going to have any traction. You're just going to spin on immediately. You're going to have to unhook and re-hook crooked. See, and that's all the stuff that I don't know. So yeah. Well, it'll be yeah. nice to be out there with you guys that have done this before. Yeah, and it it's, it's a huge learning curve. And then the other thing is, so you know flooding – conditions are there drop your house bank it then drill your holes that's that's the order you want to do because you bank it because then if it does flood it helps the flooding capture because and then it crystallizes it higher and you when you drill your holes if you don't bank it and you just drill your holes as soon as you start it doesn't matter how much you throw on there it's already got it's already just going to keep expanding so it helps limit it under the house and that's just kind of the order to do when you know you're in flooding conditions and at that time of the season like we're at now with warm 
and that's what I was saying like last weekend I was out just the south side of my house the sun beating on it my everything I had banked melted off and I have had probably two inches of water on that side of the house like that whole area the nice thing is the high for this weekend I think I saw on Friday was 18 Saturday was 20 yeah so that Sunday's 30 a little bit but we'll have to game plan on what time we plan on pulling out of there on Sunday but we yeah. can discuss that when it comes yeah. so so that's kind of my plan and Nick's plan for the weekend. I don't know, Micah, if you're going to get out or not. I'd like to, but... What's uh, Munstie Munst, had some fishing this week. Did that get postponed? or? Uh, I think they're going to try and postpone it to the 25th. I don't exactly know what it is. Some pretty much just a party out on the lake, I think. Yeah, it's, it's I think it yeah, should be fun. But, but uh, cornhole tournament, something of the nature. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think, yeah, I think... Dogs are barking. I think they're telling us it's time to wrap this one up, boys. You guys got any last comments? I got nothing, I guess. Nope, I don't really have anything either. Just good luck to everybody the last two weeks of Minnesota season. and Tight lines. Yeah, tight lines, and then we <laughs> won't be long, and we'll be switching over to camping and four-wheeling. So. Yeah. So stay safe out there. Remember, lakes are kind of getting a little warmer out there. Ice might be getting back into sketchier conditions. And best of luck. Until next time, we'll get back to you.